This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. All right. Welcome to Thursday's episode. It is like the wild, wild west over here. Hi, honey. What? Yes, you can come and talk with me. Yeah. Okay. See what I mean? Ow, Milo. Right. Okay. Toddler's elbows in the breast area drives me nuts. I'm going to pause one moment. Okay, I have instructed my toddler that he needs to be quiet. Milo, just just quiet, okay? So mommy can do this? Okay, just whisper. Why don't you go play with your Legos? No. Okay. Anyways, today's episode I had already recorded on Monday and I decided that I didn't like the episode. I had uploaded it, like I did everything. It was ready to go. And I was like, no, it just didn't feel right. So, well, this is going well. Uh, This is going really well. I'm going to pause it again. All right. I have busted out the tablet, so we should be good to go. Um, Are there podcast awards? Because I'm pretty sure I should get one. Anywho, this is the second solo episode I have done with Milo at home. Okay, honey, just pick one. Okay, this is going really well. Okay. This is proving to be the most difficult episode I have ever recorded. But anyways, I did the whole thing on Monday. It was ready to go. I decided I didn't like it. I wasn't I wasn't focused as if today I'm going to be able to focus. Um, but anyways, I wanted to re-record it and Oh my god, this is terrible. All right, so the episode is about Meghan Markle and what she said on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which I didn't know she had made that comment until I saw a meme on Instagram about it. And I didn't really think much of it. I was just kind of like, oh, that's an odd thing to say. Um, Anyways, so that's what I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But first, I wanted to talk about using a timer with Milo because it has been amazing. Um, I don't know where my husband, like my husband just all of a sudden started doing it for bedtime because before we put him to bed, we um, snuggle and we watch some of his shows on YouTube kids. Usually we watch other people put Legos together. But anyways, um, before we would always give him like a warning, you know, okay, five more minutes. Okay. Three more minutes. Okay. One more minute. And then we would take him to bed. But with the timer, it's been amazing. And there's usually no, um, like pushback from him because it's like, we tell him that we're setting the timer for, you know, X number of minutes And then we, as the timer gets closer and closer, we still kind of let him know like, okay, there's two minutes left now. 
Um, and then the the alarm goes off and we turn off the TV right away and he just like knows that it's time to go. It's so bizarre. It was funny last night. I was like, okay, 10 more minutes. Like I'm going to set the, the timer for 10 minutes. And he was like, no, mommy, set it for seven minutes. And I was like, okay. So yeah, we've been using it for, you know, to count down before we go upstairs to have a bath to count down getting out of the bath, to count down going to bed. And it's been amazing. So I highly recommend using the timer method. Um, We just use it on our phones. So yeah, that's been great. Um, Just thought I would share that little tidbit of information. So Meghan Markle, um, the comment that she said on Ellen, so I'm sure most of you guys know this, but she has two kids now. Um, I believe her first is two or two and a half, and then they just had another in June, I believe. So a little side note, um, their first child's name is Archie, and that was my number one name choice for Milo. I was obsessed with the name Archie, but I knew that he wouldn't suit an Archie like in my mind and I'm sure it's just from looking at the comic books and watching Riverdale like to me Archie is like a pale guy with red hair you know and so Milo obviously was not going to be that so I was like I'm probably not going to be able to use the name but I love the name so much so it was number one on my list obviously we didn't go with that name but then shortly after Milo was born I remember my husband telling me like, oh, did you hear what Meghan Markle and Prince Harry named their kid? And I was like, what? No. And he was like, Archie. And I I was devastated because then I knew that the name wasn't special anymore and everyone was going to have a child named Archie. Um, So anyways, that's I just wanted to tell you that story. So anywho, she was on the Ellen show and I guess they were talking about parenting and going from one child to now having two children. And she made the comment, when you have one kid, it's a hobby. Two children is parenting. Um, So I looked up what the definition of a hobby is. And it's an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. For example... Hobbies are like reading, gardening, you know? Um, So obviously people that have one child were really offended by this statement. Um, The first thing I thought of was when when I think of parenting, I think of, you know, how important it is that you're shaping and guiding this little human to become like a contributing member of society and an adult with their own family and like relationships. And so to say that having two children or more than one is parenting and having one is not, for me, it just kind of minimized the importance of what parenting one child is, you know? Now, do I think she meant that comment to be hurtful or insulting to people? No, I don't think so. I think she made a general statement on a talk show instead of talking about her own experience. So she could have said something like, 
you know, for us, having one child was way easier and we were able to manage it a lot better. And having two has been a lot more difficult for us, you know, making it about her experience and her situation as opposed to making this general statement about parenting. Um, and it really, I've often heard people say going from one to two was easier just because of the experience that you have and, you know, you're not as worried, you're not as anxious. And so I think it's very dependent on the parents and on the person. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. 
The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. And I will say when people heard that comment, because I was looking at the meme and I was reading people's comments and I I Googled this, obviously, so I was looking into it. And a lot of people instantly get defensive and start attacking the fact that they have so many resources and help with their children, which I totally understand that, but I feel like that does not make it right either. Like then if you turn the tables around and say that to her, now you're doing the same thing that she did. Like we're just assuming that, you know, because they have the ability to have all this help and they have a lot of money and they're famous, that their parenting experience is a joke or it's not difficult at all. Like they wouldn't have struggles which I don't think is accurate either. I think no matter what someone has going on in their life, I think parenting is still difficult and everyone is going to have things that they find difficult that somebody else might not find difficult. Um, It's very situation dependent. Also, I think what she was saying, like I took the parenting comment as, Like you're not parenting, like guiding and shaping a little human. But what I think she was saying was that it's easier with one kid. And now with two, it's a lot harder, which fair enough. I get that. But to say having one kid is a hobby was a little much. It's a little much. Um, Things that I think her comment was more so like, oh, when you have one kid, it's way easier, which I disagree with completely because it's not how many children someone has. It's a million things besides just that. It's like, what is their support system like? What's their mental health like? What's their physical health like? Do they have previous attachment trauma from their own childhood that now they're trying to work through? Um, their child 
you know, children, the temperament of children and babies varies so greatly. Some children are like, quote unquote, easier than other children. Um, What is the child's health like? Financially, do they have, you know, difficulties paying the bills and getting food on the table? Their overall level of stress in life. Like there's so many things that would make one situation much more difficult regardless of how many children they have. So I do think the comment was a little bit invalidating. So if I was, you know, the parent to one child and I was really struggling and then someone called it a hobby on national television, I would be super offended. And I know like Meghan Markle in the past has spoken out a lot about dealing with mental health issues and it would be the same thing if someone said like mental health issues like you have so much money how can you have mental health issues you know like completely invalidating her experience of struggling with mental health when really it doesn't matter how much money you have or fame mental health does not discriminate and it's the same with parenting and you know finding parenting difficult regardless of how many kids you have. So that's my take on it. Again, I don't think she meant it in a hurtful way. I think she was describing her own situation, but she made it into a general statement, maybe to because she thought it was funny and she's, you know, on national TV and people tend to make general statements when they're a little bit uncomfortable as opposed to making it about themselves. Um, So yeah, I mean, I wasn't super upset about it, but I think it is an interesting thing to discuss. Um, But yeah, so that's my take on that. I actually just, not just, but a little while ago, I recorded an episode with Erica from happy as a mother and we did a whole episode on being one and done so I think that episode comes out today so it will be out by the time you guys are listening to this so her podcast I believe is called happy as a mother and it would be the latest episode on there so if you want to know more about our experience and how we came to the decision to just have one and kind of my thought process um, through all of that, because it is quite interesting. It's an interesting um, thing to think about. And I've had people message me saying they're in therapy to kind of talk about whether or not they should have more children, because it's such a difficult decision for some families. Um, so yeah, listen to that episode if you're curious. I also have a blog post, um, about it as well. Maybe I will post that in my stories. So on Monday night, Milo woke up with a fever at 1130 PM. So random. Um, he was super warm, but he had no other symptoms. So we gave him, uh, I think Tylenol, children's Tylenol, and he went back to bed. And the next day he was totally fine. I took him for a COVID test. Um, I thought they would have the saliva option for kids, but they don't. And I don't understand. So my friend lives in Ottawa and they have take home cheek swabs 
that they can do with their kids. And it's not a rapid test because she said their daycares don't accept the rapid test results either. So it's a legit like PCR test that you can do at home with your kids and just drop it off at a lab and get the results online. So I don't know, like, is this an option in Toronto? Like we're in Toronto. Why have I not seen this as an option for kids? Because the nasal swabs are terrible. Um, So anyways, I'm going to put this out on my stories and see what people have to say because she's in Ottawa and they have this. So why don't we have this? It would be lovely to be able to just swab the inside of his cheek and drop it off at a lab on our own instead of having to book an appointment going into a public place where you think people might have COVID when you know that he doesn't. He is a child and just gets colds at school. And so, yeah, that that freaking sucks. Like, we should all have the option to just test them easily at home if that's available, which it is because my friend is doing that currently in Ottawa. So anyways, don't have the results yet, but I mean, he's been fine for two days now. I don't know what that little fever was. Maybe he had a little bug and that was his body's way of like getting rid of it and now it's gone. I don't know. But it's been interesting trying to get work done with him being home. Um, He does have a boogery nose and I have bad sinuses. So a boogery nose is like a trigger for me. It and I project my own feelings about having a boogery nose onto him. And so I'm constantly like, let's clean your nose. Let's blow your nose. And he refuses to blow his nose. It's like a thing. Um, I've tried all, you know, the tips and tricks on how to teach your kid how to blow their nose. Like he does not want to. He freaks out if you bring a Kleenex close to his nose. Um, Oh God, the TV just turned back on. We're listening to holiday music. One second, please. So anyways, yes. Um, will not blow his nose also twice now. And I'm so curious if anyone else's kids do this twice. He has gotten a booger on. Yes, I say booger, not booger, booger. He's gotten a booger on his hand and started losing his mind and gagging like gagging because he's so grossed out by the booger. Anyone else's child do this or is it just mine? Because it's bizarre. And I remember the first time it happened, I was like, oh my God, are you okay? Like I thought he was going to throw up. And then I I realized that he had a booger on his hand and he was just so grossed out. So bizarre. Anyways, one last thing to update you on. Um, My husband and I have a date on Saturday. I'm really excited. My mom is supposed to be coming down to babysit and we booked a hotel in downtown Toronto and we are going to see, um, I listen to the podcast, The Morning Toast all the time and Claudia, one of the hosts is doing a live show in Toronto and I'm really excited. So we're going to go to that on Saturday, go for dinner stay in a hotel. Like I'm so excited. And so yes, the first thing I thought of 
when Milo had his fever on Monday night was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like we're not going to be able to go on our date. And maybe I just jinxed myself now and it's not going to happen and we're all going to get like deathly ill, but knock on wood, I hope not because I've been looking forward to this so much. Um, Next week, we're supposed to head up north if the weather is okay because driving up north in the winter is terrible. Um, we're supposed to drive up north and my sister's going to have a gender, gender reveal? No, sex reveal party. Um, not a party, just like a small gathering. I'm the only one that knows what my sister is having. Um, her fertility clinic sent me an email with the sex of the baby. So I'm the only one that knows. And, uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to take both her dogs in a room And her two names that she is deciding between, whether it's a boy or a girl, is Bo for a boy and then Daisy for a girl. So I'm going to take the dogs into a bedroom and I'm going to put like a big Daisy on their collars or a big Bo, depending on if it's a boy or a girl. And then they're going to run out and surprise everyone. And we're going to have like cupcakes and food and that kind of stuff. So I'm planning on going down next week for a few days with Milo uh, if the weather behaves itself. So we shall see. But anyways, that's uh, that's all my updates. That's my thoughts on Meghan Markle. Um, still pissed that she took the name Archie. But anyways, maybe our next... No, I don't want another pet. I was going to say our next pet could be named Archie, but honestly, like... I don't want another pet ever. Maybe a fish or a turtle. I I could do a turtle. But yeah, so that's that on that. And thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't checked out the merch at themomroomshop.com, please do because they are amazing and hilarious and stunning. Um, If you haven't rated, if you have not rated... Is that even how you say it? If you haven't rated, reviewed, subscribed, followed the podcast on whatever platform you are listening on, please do that. It would mean so much to me. It would just, you know, if you want to get me a Christmas gift, just rate the podcast, review it, share it with a friend, you know, give give the gift that keeps on giving twice a week. <laughs> so that is it for me today. I am going to make some lunch for Milo and I and try and wipe his nose. Um, So I hope everyone has a good weekend. And I also hope that your children sleep tonight and every night thereafter. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship topics. Yeah, like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.